Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of our podcast, Front Office U. Uh, it's been a while since all of us have been back together, so I will be your host for the night. My name's Clayton, and uh, as quick little intros, in case anyone has forgotten everyone's name, I have an uh, intro question that I'm going to ask everyone. I'll start with RK. Uh, this podcast will be on leadership tonight, so start us off, Ryan. Or RK, what is your definition of leadership? Yeah, thanks, Clayton. Excited to be here and definitely a good topic and looking forward to getting into it. Yeah, I mean, leadership is definitely, you know, a very important aspect of any kind of career that you're going after. And I think that it means different things to different people at the same time. Sometimes people see it in a more kind of traditional sense of you have someone kind of above you that is looking to, you know, push yourself and get more out of, you know, your potential that you can get. But it also can come from, you know, kind of peer to peer interactions as well in terms of pushing other people to, you know, be their best. And um, even just kind of listening to them at the same time, you know, asking them questions rather than just always kind of telling them this is what we want you to do. And, um, you know, being a, a leader that, you know, is willing to listen to those around them um, is also equally as important. So um, it's kind of a good way to kind of summarize it in a uh, nice gist there. Absolutely. I love that. My favorite part of your definition was probably like being a listener. Me personally, like having been a leader as well as obviously having superiors that have led me. Um, my favorite trait is definitely those that actually listen to you because obviously it's super easy as a boss like oh I know more than them I don't need to listen to them but actually listening and getting their two cents on things is huge too and can absolutely make you a better leader as well all right we'll go next to Victor oh I I wish RK didn't give such a great uh, definition for leadership because it puts me in a of course tougher spot here to define what a leadership means to me uh for for the most part for me for leadership is the fact of having someone there uh, if you're having a bad day and being able to know that you can reach out to your leader of course within the organization or um, whatever the case is and have them in this case of course listen and figure out you know if you're having a bad day don't just keep pushing on the hammer of you know yeah hit these calls and stuff but figuring out like you know why are they are they feeling you know, that situation and everything kind of going through, um, you know, more of the steps there versus just, you know, kind of brushing away, I think um, really kind of goes a long way. Um, it's definitely uh, helped me, of course, with the wild being able to have that um, atmosphere around where people are listening and they realize that and they've been in my situation as well. So I, uh, of course, um, be able, you know, listen, um, ultimately, be able to learn from my leaders around me and everything. That was great. Yeah. Big thing I took away for, was from there was being approachable. And again, I think that's huge as well. Cause if you're the big, scary boss, man, then no one's going to want to approach you and ultimately problems aren't going to get solved. And it's so important to take care of things internally, whether it be at your university or in the workplace and being an approachable leader is, is a big part of that. All right, next we'll go to Ryan. What is your definition of leadership? Thanks, Clayton. Uh, I think leadership to me is motivating and instilling action to yourself and to others towards like an encompassing vision or goal that you have for whatever it may be, whether you're trying to get the team on a winning record or just trying to get your team motivated for the next game, uh, just finding ways to understand how your team functions, how your team works to really get that action going ahead towards that 
goal that we all want to go for. So I guess for us as a group, our big goal is to help out as many uh, college students and aspiring professionals in the sports industry to have a successful career. Absolutely. I completely agree. And that kind of goes from Vic- Victor and RK's point as well. You bounce off really good there. How being a motivator, both for yourself intrinsically and again, understanding your in, like the people below you or even above you, like, or even your peers, how are you going to stay motivated yourself and in turn be able to lead others and keep them motivated? So great answer, Ryan. All right. Last but definitely not least, Nathan, what is your definition of leadership? Appreciate that, Clayton. Um, I, I think our, my colleagues here, my friends here, Ryan, Victor, RK, you guys all uh, pretty much brought up great qualities of leadership, pretty much took the words right out of my mouth in terms of what I was thinking. Um, another great quality that I definitely want to bring up is the fact that great leaders, you know, find more satisfaction and gratitude out of seeing others succeed as opposed to seeing their own success. Um, that's just one characteristic that I see amongst um, people that I consider great leaders. Um, they like to put others ahead of themselves or take much more satisfactions out of seeing, you know, the success and accomplishments that others achieve opposed to themselves. And I think that's a great quality that I see here amongst everybody here that we have here on this podcast. I've noticed that when it comes to seeing our peers, you know, getting a new internship or getting a new job or getting that promotion, um, it's always nice to see, you know, seeing seeing other people get more excited than you are. And I, I just think that quality as a leader is what definitely brings out those other aspects of being a great motivational speaker, being a great listener. And I think it's just a great quality that I have to just kind of tie everything back together and just pretty much sum up what everybody else here said. Couldn't have said it better myself. The big word there I took away was selflessness. And I think, again, that's a big, really, really, really big uh, trait of a good leader. As Nathan, as you mentioned, the more selfless you are, the more you care about those under you, above you, your peers, um, people are going to want to flock to you and follow you if you will give them value and it's no different in, yeah, whether it be college or the workplace. So all great answers, guys. Uh, I appreciate the intros and everything like that. So now let's jump into it. My first question of the day will be tailored more to RK and Victor now that they are in roles outside of college. They're all graduated and grown up. So the first question will be for RK um, and then Victor. So obviously in college, you guys were both respected presidents of your sport management clubs in a more traditional sense of leadership. So obviously you're now back to the underclassmen, the underdogs essentially. So how do you guys still find ways to be leaders and show your leadership qualities um, now that you aren't people that others come to straight away to answer questions and things like that. RK, start us off. Yeah, for sure. Definitely a good topic, Clayton. And especially for me over the last couple of months, things have you know, been kind of changing and dynamic. You know, I was fortunate to be in a situation where, you know, immediately after graduation, I was put in a situation where I, I did actually have some kind of leadership opportunities and that I was in charge of managing an internship program, which was something that I really grew to enjoy. And um, fortunately, I had a lot of connections that I had met through the sports management club being leader of that, that I was able to even transition into some of the kids that um, I was able to kind of help work with um, when 
when I was with the Rough Riders and whatnot. And then more recently, you know, kind of transitioning from that now switching over to, you know, being able to do hockey ops more full time, going to be, you know, heading out to California here pretty shortly and, and working with the Ontario Junior Reign. So I'm looking forward to that. And in that kind of opportunity for me, it's more so just about, you know, kind of showing what value I can provide. I mean, it's really kind of how can you kind of take an opportunity and, you know, you, it, you kind of take it for what it is for sure, but also how can you be continuing to add on more value to that? And half of that battle is proving to, you know, the people above you that you're competent, that when they do assign you things, they know it's going to get done and that it's going to get done at the highest level that you can possibly do it. But then also even going that extra mile and that they know you don't know, you know, everything right away. So be someone that's asking questions proactively. And I think a big aspect of it is just showing that you can be someone who is a good communicator, which was not something that I initially had kind of known as much about, um, you know, before I kind of had some opportunities to be in leadership. But, you know, half of it is just like, can you demonstrate that you have the ability to communicate and ask questions and, um, you know, generate new ideas that maybe they haven't thought of before and, even there's some instances where, you know, maybe they hadn't thought of something or, um, you know, it's like, why don't we do it this way? And then they can actually give you an answer. And you're like, oh, okay, I didn't know that. I didn't know, you know, know that inherently. So while it is kind of a transition and it's like, yeah, you're right. Like I did go from, you know, being president of a sports management club to now, you know, entry-level jobs at some entry-level positions, but um, you're still able to kind of seek out some of those opportunities through kind of your own doing. And, um, you know, a lot of it, as I said, just really kind of comes back to that communication side of things. You know, if you're doing a very good job at you know reporting back to those that are above you and and report giving them updates on your status and projects that they assign you then um you know along the way you're going to gain some of those more leadership opportunities absolutely i completely agree i communication is huge i also liked how you said add value it goes back to what nathan said of being selfless and um just leading by example and uh, another thing that I really liked what you said is uh, asking questions, asking the right questions to your superiors, and then if they can answer your question once, and then your peers can come to you for advice, and you can answer their questions, and that in turn shows that you are capable, that one, that you're absorbing what you're learning, and asking the right questions, so that way you can lead and help your your peers as well. I really like that, and it all wraps up into the theme of your what you said of communication and over communicating and yeah thanks rk all right victor you're up next yeah i think um rk makes good points and considering rk and i have of course known each other this this past year and of course started this year you know it's only been a couple of days um we've been able to of course learn from each other on the leadership roles of him at iowa as well as me at university of wisconsin lacrosse so of course, a smaller school, we, we don't have as many resources and everything. So I think it's really important as a leader to, to, seek, to search out those um, outlets, in this case of you know, a college atmosphere of having a D1 uh, college and being able to reach out to them and seeing how they um, handle their leadership staff. And of course, they've had uh, multiple people go in the, the sports industry. So you want to learn from the best. Um, I also think leadership comes down to being able to talk to uh, individuals, um, you know, in this case at, at the college level with our club, it was really important to talk to all our people who were interested, of course, in a career in sports and figure out how can we, of course, jumpstart their career, but how can we let them know, like, hey, like, you really are passionate, you really are driven, you're going to, you know, have a successful career no matter 
if you're at a D3 college, D2, whatever the case is, community college, um, as long as you have that passion and that drive to be able to be like the best that you can be, um, you're of course going to go far um, overall. Um, and I think RK and I, you know, I've definitely learned a ton from, from each other. And from that, we're able to, of course, keep growing each day. And, you know, we, I think communication goes in that factor too, being able to talk to each other if we have a bad day as well as others on this, this call. Um, I think that's how important uh, being a leader is just having you know, other leaders around us to build us up and make sure we're not going to, you know, crumble down if something happens dramatically in our life. Absolutely. I had two big takeaways from what you said, Victor. Uh, the first being find other traditional ways to lead. And in your case, in all of our cases, it's this podcast. Um, even if we can reach just one aspiring sports professional and help light that fire, that burning passion that they want to succeed in this industry, then we did our jobs as aspiring leaders ourselves. So that's good. The second big takeaway is, um, again, in a more non-traditional sense of leadership is have your peers. You can be a leader to like Victor, you said RK and RK right back to Victor. Like you guys can help lead each other. Like, there's no limit to the number of leaders. Like I consider all five of us in this podcast leaders, but that doesn't mean any one of us is lower or any or higher than the next. It just helps. We help hold each other accountable. And sometimes that means picking us up after a bad day, like Victor said. So very good, Victor. Awesome. All right. And then transitioning to Nathan and Ryan, the two that are still in college kind of reversed. So for you guys, my question is, obviously you started out school, um, you're younger than us. How did you guys become and show leadership as underclassmen in a more non-traditional sense between your peers and uh, things like that? And then to now as respected presidents of your sport management clubs, how do you guys lead in a more traditional sense where People look to you for advanced answers and everything. We'll start it off with Ryan. Great question, Clayton. I think starting back at like sophomore year, freshman year of kind of like building up that leadership, it really just kind of went from just getting, um, taking it like a sponge, kind of getting all the information that I can about the sports industry, just being a member at these, at these meetings at SMCU Dubs, kind of hearing what these guest speakers have to say. Um, really learning about really what the realities of being a, being a professional in the sports industry, where it's what I've been told, it's 98% grit, 2% glamorous, where, yeah, we get to see the Super Bowls, the World Series, the NBA Finals, but we're not really seeing all that buildup, all the, all the steps and, and all the hard work that is needed to get to those moments. And despite kind of hearing all the bad sides of, or not the bad sides, but rather kind of the hard and rigorous work that is associated with this industry for me it still kind of was like you know I still want to be part of it I still want to be a professional I still want to build a career in the sport in, in sports so the, hearing all that hearing all their stories it kind of just fueled my passion for being like you know what? out of college I want to pursue a career in sports so it wasn't until sophomore year during the transition from in person at the start of the pandemic uh, I reached out to the founders at the time 
notice that we didn't have any meetings over the course of Zoom for that final few months of the 2020 academic year and just reached out to them and said, hey, like I noticed that we haven't been hosting or holding any meetings, but would love to continue this meeting or continue this club moving forward and just reached out to them via email and just said, hey, like there's nobody else reaching out to you guys. I'd love to take over the club. And from there, my the founders at the time just kind of set up a call with me, kind of get things um, arranged in terms of like our social media, just our account set up. That way, moving forward, I could get get this club running. And kind of ever since then, it was a lot of just kind of a little bit trying to trying to get a better understanding of how to how to lead a club with little to no ground of how to actually get a club running, especially over Zoom, especially over a situation where it's difficult to get uh, membership outreach online, especially when you have several hours of Zoom and trying to be like, all right, well, how am I going to get 50 other students to join us for 30 more minutes for one more hour of their day? Um, And it's just been a great process in terms of just reaching out to people, reaching out to amazing people who helped me along this way in terms of building up the sports management club here at the University of Washington and and just hearing their stories about kind of how as UW alumni, how they didn't have this kind of club when they grew up or not grew up, but while they're at the University of Washington and just kind of them supporting us as a club and understanding what they've gone through during their college career and what we're going through right now and how they can support us in our journeys into the sports industry. Uh, But then kind of going on to your second part of the question of, how leadership has changed for me now with my role. Um, I noticed it's a lot of kind of having respect for myself and respect for my team members on my executive team, understanding that my time is valuable and their time is valuable. And if I'm providing some great resources for them or great opportunities for them to showcase their great abilities um, to work in the sports industry, that's that's what I want to do as, as a leader, making sure that I give them the opportunity to showcase what they can offer to their team, their organization. Um, And even for myself, understanding, all right, if I want to continue this message, continue this vision of bringing UW students into the sports industry, how can I make sure that not only myself can get this going, how can I get our club members and, and instill that message, instill that vision into them so that they can continue this process once I, once I graduate, uh, later this June. Great answer, Ryan. I know I threw a lot at you with that question, but you you knocked it out of the park. (laughs) Uh, The big takeaway I took there, especially from um, how you showed your leadership as an underclassman was just being proactive, reach out to all the right people, do the work. Just it's not always glamorous like some may think sports are, but yeah, it can be a grind. Absolutely. And just pushing through and leading by example and just, yeah, putting the nose to the grindstone, doing all the right things. Um, that obviously paid off as you're now president of your club. And then as president of the club, you continue to be proactive, um, put yourself in other shoes and be respectful. And I, lo- I loved what you said at the end too. Basically, you're trying to leave a legacy to so the club can run even after you're gone. So great answer, Ryan. I appreciate, I appreciate it. All right, Nathan, you're up next. What did you do as an underclassman to be a leader? And what do you do now in the more traditional sense 
as a president of your club. And I appreciate that, Clint. I definitely think Ryan spit out tons of great points there. Um, I guess for me, myself, there are three points that I definitely want to highlight here. The first two kind of go hand in hand. And the first one is that the title and the position isn't necessary for you to be a leader. And what goes hand in hand with that is taking initiative. Um, so an example that I just like to bring up for myself um, is the fact that with the SRM club at the University of Iowa, just last year, I was just an ordinary member. I guess I had the title of a secretary, but we didn't really know what that meant at the, at the club. And Ryan actually was the president. And uh, I remember last year was the first year that we ever had guest speakers come speak for our club. Like you guys and everybody else, COVID was a big deal for tons of clubs. And a lot of us weren't able to do a lot of the normal things that we were able to do. So we had to come up with different ways to, you know, get our members engaged and activated and still be interested in this industry. Uh, so one thing that I did and what I found really interesting and super beneficial to myself is I noticed Ryan and Tanner were on networking calls like all, all the time, getting people to come on and speak and talk to us about their career paths, what it is they did and how they got to where they are. And so I was very interested in that. So one thing I did was, you know, hit up Tanner and hit up Ryan, like, how are you getting these calls? What can I do to help the club to get them to come on to be guest speakers for our club? And yeah, I didn't have the official role of like vice president or like co-president to Ryan, but, you know, I still wanted to do my part by helping the club and helping them because they did everything they could to help me in terms of, you know, being a sponge, kind of like how Ryan said, I didn't really know what it is I wanted to do. So I went to them as leaders and, you know, I went out of my way and didn't ever can calls myself, was able to book a few couple guest speakers for the club. And it definitely has helped me not, not only in terms of my career growth, but I'm pretty sure hopefully, at least I'm hoping a couple of guest speakers that I was able to get to come on to, to the to the club and on calls was able to, you know, open some eyes or open some doors for a couple of students. So, you know, really going out of your way that you don't really need that title of president or vice president to be a leader. As long as you're going out of way to, you know, take initiative and bring new opportunities for other people outside of yourself, that that's what true leadership is about for me. And I guess the third point that I want to bring up as well is kind of goes hand in hand to that little story that I brought up is, you know, just helping others. I mean, there's tons of people, like especially everybody here on this call and a bunch of other people that we've mentioned time and time again that have helped me, you know, not only grow, but really understand what I want to do in this industry. And what they did is, you know, give me all the information, give me the connections, to give me all the resources and things that I needed in order to be successful. And now that I'm in this official leadership position as vice president on my club. I'm now, you know, giving back and doing that to the freshmen or people that are new to the club, like whether it is they need a connection to someone to speak to, or if they want to talk about some of the internship experience that I had. Um, I know that's a common conversation that I had with people, just giving people information or connections or anything that you would like to provide to give people those opportunities or different information on opportunities that you've been able to experience. I mean, that goes such a long way, and I know it has for me, and, you know, just being in this position has really been um, something that I've, you know, not taken for granted, and something that I really appreciate, you know, just getting to connect with different students and getting to understand what, what gets them going and what they want to be a part of. Uh, that's something that I definitely um, appreciate in this new leadership, official leadership role that I have now, and something that I um, hope to give back because I know there, there were great leaders in the past here that have helped me. So I'm just trying to do my part in doing that as well. Amazing answer, Nathan. That was awesome. You, in my opinion, you completely wrapped up and encompassed everything that we all talked about on this episode, starting from uh, reaching out to all the right people, like Ryan mentioned, and helping yourself 
and asking the right questions and being proactive and communicating, as RK mentioned, to then being able to help others and be a good peer leader, as Victor mentioned, and helping each other out on the same level. So then once you did get to that big leadership position as president of the Sport Management Club at Iowa, you can help everyone out and you've done you've done it all. You've reached out to the people, you've made the networking calls, you've done the work, you've done the grind. Obviously you're gonna keep grinding, but you've done all this, all these steps building up. So now that you are in a traditional leadership role, you absolutely can help each other out. And again, you mentioned helping everyone else out. That goes back to the selflessness you brought up right right at the beginning of the podcast and your definition of leadership. So I appreciate all of your guys' answers. Um, I hope this helped. We got some great advice tonight on this week's episode of Front Office U. Feel free to hit us up on LinkedIn, uh, Front Office U, or on Instagram, at Front Office U. If you have any questions, feel free to DM us. We're always on LinkedIn. So don't hesitate to reach out. We love to help out. Thanks, everybody. Hope you enjoyed the show.